0: education, health, climate,
1: and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization that has been dedicated to social change for over 20 years. I'm Jacques Boulet.
0: And I'm Jennifer Burrell.
1: And we are your hosts today. So, Jennifer, what has made you Think Again this week?
0: Well, Jacques, I've been hearing a lot about regulation of the banking industry and the union movement and it's left me a bit bamboozled. I'm going to read you a quote and I want you to fill in the blank with unions or banks. The Morrison government renews its commitment to passing legislation that would enable it to deregister law-breaking blanks and ban operators for misconduct.
1: Oh, dear. Well, I've got, if, given what you said before, unions or banks, uh, it could be either, but I'm fairly certain that he meant unions.
0: Very good, Jacques. 10 out of 10. The the full quote is, The Morrison government has seized upon widespread calls for CFMMEU Victorian leader John Setka to step down to renew its commitment to passing legislation that would enable it to deregister law-breaking Unions and ban officials for misconduct.
1: Just by the way, have you noticed how the formidable weasel words which are being used by, the, by the title writers but also by uh, politicians uh, and in our daily newspapers, they're really the stuff of a Harry Potter book, I think. It's about crackdown being one of those. Such impotent, futile, masculine lingo. Just a cursory look at one issue of the newspaper this week. There we have industry hitting out at and blast local councils about rubbish. We have ministers warning about building crises. There is peak hour chaos and Trump is being slammed for his go back to your country kind of comments. And he's also referred to as a trailblazer. AMP is urged to not slash the prize. So it, and I haven't come to the sports pages yet. <laughs> it is really really interesting how they seem to be if you look at the tame stuff which is happening in real life all of that is really so overblown by such words and expressions I'd say but it makes them look as if something is really happening and as if they're really doing something about it in a sort of a manly kind of way hmm
0: I see what you mean Jacques so Let's look at what's happening with our banks and other financial institutions, especially following the horror stories across all media about the wily way they operate and which we listened to for much of last year during the Banking Royal Commission. The Banking Royal Commission was set up in December 2017 by the Australian Government and, by the way, strongly opposed by our Prime Minister Scott Morrison and many representatives and senators and spokespersons of um, the Liberal National Parties. Uh, the Commission was set up to look into misconduct Sorry, misconduct in the banking superannuation and financial industries. And boy, did it find misconduct. Actually, misconduct is a way too soft word for what they did. Criminal behaviour, rather. Daniel Ziffer from the ABC followed the commission and has written an eye-popping book on it called A Wunch of Bankers. So think about that, A Wunch of Bankers. He, rec- he recounts how millions of dollars were taken automatically from people's accounts as fees for service when no s- services were provided at all. So skimming people's accounts behind their backs. They did this knowing that they were doing it, and even after being warned by the regular regulators over some time. The Commonwealth Bank even charged dead people for personal advisor services, <laughs> as we know.
1: The, the issue was systematic. It was not just a one-off kind of thing. It was across the four big banks, who evidently had little interest in checking if the services were really being provided. They knew this was happening, but continued to work out tricky legalistic ways they could justify their behaviour.
0: Senior bank executives waved through the behaviour of their consultants, advisors and employees that was essentially theft from customers.
1: Banking institutions had major conflicts of interest as they profited from selling financial products that were not in the interests of their customers. For example, insurance policies that could never be claimed on or just low-value junk insurance or, as recently was in the news, worthless insurance on credit cards.
0: Mm -hmm. And the Commission found the culture in the banks was to make sales and profits at all costs. They were driven by this. Truly in the tradition of robber barons, so Daniel Ziffer, he says, these were cultures that demanded financial results and that rewarded them at the highest level with substantial remuneration. People were rewarded for meeting profit-related key performance indicators mm-hmm. and ignoring everything else, certainly in the interests of customers. And by the way, that was really reflected in the wages of the um, executives at the top.
1: Yeah, another thing were the mortgage brokers who people thought were giving them independent advice in their interest. They were paid commissions for referral to host banks. Banks rewarded those who sent them lots of customers a problem of what is called the vertical integration of the various bank services and roles.
0: IOOF skimmed money from superannuation accounts to prop up its profit-making arm even though it is legally responsible for acting in the best interests of its superannuation holders. Mm, So, um, money wants money. Uh, The Commonwealth Bank chief executive Executive said this, money wants money, explaining the pressure on banks from institutional investors to keep financial performance targets.
1: Mm. On that note, we're probably going to have some music, quite meaningfully, Get Fooled by Mojo Juju.
0: do is talk, talk, talk on the radio, talk, talk, talk on TV, want, want, want all the time, it ain't, ain't, ain't what you need, buy, buy, buy what they sell, buy the lies that they tell, you
1: do well not to listen, business ain't in the business, talk. Tune in to Done By Law,
0: an informal and irreverent look at the law, critical insights and analysis from diverse community perspectives.
1: Done By Law, 6pm Tuesdays.
0: You're You're listening to Jacques and Jennifer on Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about regulating banks and unions.
1: The two regulatory federal bodies who should be regulating the finance industry have been pretty ineffective. The Australian Securities and Investment Commission or ASIC Mm -hmm. and the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority or APRA which was recently in the news because it seems that they are now being poked to start doing something. They have been negotiating with the offending financial institutions for years to do the right thing and stop stealing from their customers and manipulating and willfully misleading them for corporate profit. These regulatory bodies have pretty much relied on the financial institutions themselves to self-monitor and self-regulate and report their own breaches of the rules.
0: Mm. Well, in fact, APRA saw its role as ensuring stability and didn't see the systemic, systematic ripping off of customers as its concern. That came out in the Royal Commission too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In effect, it was pretty much presiding over the status quo, Um, On the other hand, with the trend for self-regulation by companies in general, the building industry with its flammable cladding is another case in point. One wonders why self-regulation hasn't been proposed for the union sector, but we'll return to that later.
1: In the middle of all of that, while tens of thousands of customers of financial institutions were found to be systematically scanned for years, top and middle middle-level executives were regularly awarded huge bonuses for their performance Mm. and that was in quotes Mm. which really was to effectively hide what was going on right in front of them and all in the name of profit growth competition and because they protected their banks and the shareholders against imaginary threats from the for example global economy uh, the budget, or those greedy workers who are always wanting salary and wage increases, or it was the opposition, that means in this particular case Labour and the Radical Greens, who always wanted to impose socialism on all of us freedom-loving citizens. Mm-hmm.
0: So Jacques, are we surprised by what the Royal Commission found? Um, as Daniel, Daniel Zimmer put it, the system wasn't broken for the banks... It was working perfectly. Uh, None of them seem to be even worried about it until they've been so publicly caught out (laughs) and shamed.
1: Exactly. So what came out of the Royal Commission? Where is the vision of the crooks, the thieves and the scammers being taken to prison in handcuffs? Mm. Where are the reports of people robbed of their money for absolutely no benefit, no security, especially after retirement? loss of farms that were in families for generations. Where Mm. are these stories finally being acknowledged and receiving some compensation? While some of that has indeed happened, Mm -hmm. much of it absolutely minimally. And for many, it Mm. was too late. That's right. Lots of suicides have happened in the process, but of course, it's always difficult to point at the causes. Uh, It feels like the roar of the Royal Commission ended in a whimper. Much like many of the other investigations, the parliamentary inquiries, and even even police investigations. Mm-hmm. Remember, for example, the hullabaloo over the franchise exploitations. Yeah. How many of them were there? It was just 7-Eleven. Seven, seven <laughs> so many other franchise uh, change, including Domino Pizza. And uh, I, don't, I don't want to name them all. Underpayment the of staff was running in the tens of thousands per person. Yeah. While some have been compensated, the entire issue has again gone silent and would have stayed silent if not for some very brave investigative journalists. By the way, that is a breed of journalist which is being severely threatened. You remember a couple of weeks ago, the Australian Federal Police invading the ABC and mm-hmm. even the conservative Herald Sun. Mm. Uh, so it's it's really a quite interesting phase yeah. in history we're in.
0: And as we can see in the news recently, it, it, there are changes coming out of the Royal Commission into banking, um, but I suppose it's we're not we're, we're not seeing visibly the same level of punishment that we see for normal criminals. You know, even on the third page of the Herald Sun about a week ago, I'm seeing Centrelink, Centrelink fraud. Um, so one out, one outcome of the commission is that institutions and individuals have been referred to regulators to prepare cases for criminal charges. Phew. Oh my God. <laughs> um mm. other players will be required to act in the interests of their customers so um oh my goodness. For, for some unfortunately and sadly that is radical including mortgage brokers financial planners and car dealers um, In a report this week, APRA was given a big kick up the bum and directed to be more forceful and public in regulating the financial giants. Sorry for that muscular language, Jacques. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. Its it's powers are being increased um, to do this. Um, But in general, have you seen any dent in the -the over-the-top profit margins of the banks following the Banking Royal Commission? As a matter of fact, their profits overall rose last year, uh, perhaps with the exception of AMP, um, whose shares have plummeted?
1: Green Left Weekly Radio.
0: It's a people's voice committed to human and civil rights, environmental sustainability, democracy, and equality. There is one newspaper that is independent of powerful interests, and that's Green Left Weekly. It presents ideas mainstream media won't. It exposes the lies and distortions of the power brokers and helps us to better understand the world around us. It's the leading source of local, national and international news analysis and discussion and debate to strengthen the anti-capitalist movements. Tune in every Friday morning at 8am on 3CR. You are listening to Jennifer and Jacques on Think Again 3CR 855 a.m. on your dial 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about regulating banks and unions.
1: Just one last comment There's a little bit by-by again on the on the royal commission particularly the banking in this in this case but generally I find it interesting that for really heavy duty stuff The Australian system still needs to refer or regress back to their colonial status of needing royals to Mm -hmm. come in when it gets really hairy. Mm -hmm. I do think that it has to do with the unquestioned assumption that the so-called Westminster political system is the very best ever invented. I have to admit that I find that increasingly a little bit doubtful. For example, we could soon come up with an Australian Bill of Rights rather than look at that as something which is so out of the way. One really wonders why, why all of this, what we have just been talking about, remains possible at this day and age, with all the ready-to-use information available, a political system which includes a Labour Party, nominally that seems to be the natural representative of those being organised in unions, workers, that does not seem to be of much help today, rather I would say the contrary, as we witnessed during the recent federal election. Obviously, the constant assistance the conservative parties are receiving from one particular news (laughs) and media corporation that should not be underestimated. 70% of all public media being in the hands of News Corp, also known as the Murdoch Press. And with so many politicians only having been elected by the grace of that corporation, there's really not much to be surprised about. Still the shameless and open manner in which it all seems to happen leaves me speechless. Mm,
0: I think it's left a lot of us speechless. Yes, and people always speak in horror about the scams originating in Nigeria and Russia, like there is something that um, happens with organised crime in far-off countries. But these, these were scams, and they've been happening here by the suits in our financial sector, trading on our trust like scammers and conmen do. Still, the powers that be can't seem to accept them for being the lives and thieves they are. Um, apparently, they need to be rescued and propped up and uh, lest our system collapse.
1: Yeah, before we finish, let's just go back to how you started, Jen. Let's compare all of this rather timid reaction to the banking scandal, uh, or rather less flamboyant reaction to the misdeeds of the financial barons. And let's compare it with the reaction to real or imagined and supposedly bad behavior by workers and their unions. We did, after all, also have a royal commission investigating the unions not that long ago. Mm -hmm. And what did they come up with? Close to no criminal findings and rather tame procedural remarks about strikes and such, notwithstanding the promises to crack down on unions and the rather fictional stuff dredged up during and immediately mm. after the election, yep. especially when Setka's personal stories hit the fan, they have been trotted out, again, mainly by the Murdoch Corporation. Interestingly, the attacks the attacks on the entire labour movement and the party aligned with it, however tentatively, they are aligned with it, when just one union and one of its representatives engages in questionable behaviour, what comes in the news, that behaviour, and in the pronouncements of politicians and in the press.
0: So, Jacques, where does this all leave us? It very much seems that the dice are set in favour of those who have the power for example, the financial sector, and are associated with those in political power, leaving them with ineffective and self-interested self-regulation.
1: With those representing the less powerful groups, workers, pensioners, unemployed, the young, they are hit with threats of regulation, the need to protect the integrity of the system, and much worse, including the threat of deregistration in the case of unions. Have you ever heard... Of a threat to deregulate a bank during the entire Royal Commission? What
0: deregulate a bank? No shark. I haven't.
1: I thought so. We probably should not be surprised. After all, the power and the actions of the financially powerful are protected by the system and its automatisms. Its automatics, automatic ways of of going on regulating, basically, uh-huh. or or uh, preferring one party against or in front of the other whilst those out of power they need to first galvanize their troops if their voices are to be heard many of us still remember the reaction of our government that was a labor one during and after the 2008-9 financial crisis remember the banks were said to be too big to fail whilst their role in the genesis of the crisis was obvious for all to see indiscriminate lending without the needed securities, and then an avalanche of risky borrowing, uh, borrowing, (laughs) collapsing. (laughs) And
0: borrowing. Yes,
1: Yes, collapsing, (laughs) leading to foreclosures, bankruptcies, and compare that reaction with the reaction by governments when unions shut down a work site because of unsafe working conditions.
0: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast, produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.